Welcome to Coffee with Michelle, a podcast I created using messy action so I could share super fun and random stories with 30 of my closest friends. Welcome to episode six. We have uh, some fun neighborhood goings on. I'm sure my girl Barb and Winnie are going to have all kinds of information for me on Thursday, which I will be able to add to this episode. How fun is that? Assuming it doesn't get canceled. Anyway, the family that's moving into Short Shorts' house is fully engaged in that process. There are a ton of cars, people coming in and out, all kinds of activity. So I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure my girl Winnie has her clipboard out with all kinds of notes, and and I know Barb has definitely introduced herself and has some stuff to share with us at our next coffee meetup. So I'm excited to see what that is going to be all about. And I had this funny thing happen on the way home from hiking, and I was like, oh, I should totally talk about this on the podcast. So. Pull up to a stop sign or stoplight, and I look at my rearview mirror and I see a police officer coming up, and I'm like, "Uh oh." Now, again, much like in an emergency, logic leaves, and I swear I, <laughs> I do the craziest thing when a police officer pulls up behind me. I literally go into this fucking weirdo mode where I try to act like I'm calm. <laughs> Like, I will, and here's what I do. It's so ridiculous. I turn the radio down, and I, like, loosen up a little bit, and I'm like, yawn. I'm going to go ahead and yawn a few times, because if he sees me yawning, he's going to assume that I'm not up to anything. Uh, As if I'm smuggling bricks of cocaine or something. Like, I literally am not up to anything. Have I already talked about this on here? I might have. I don't even know, but that's okay. So anyway, I'm like, oh my God, it's almost as if I'm smuggling cocaine and trying to evade the police. So I start acting like a freaking weirdo. I'm literally always going under the speed limit, seatbelts on. It's so funny. And I know I do it every time. And it's such a thing I cannot control. (laughs) And you might be wondering if I've been in trouble before. Uh, no. I've been pulled over one time, and that was because I was speeding on this road that I would take to my job, and had I had taken that same exact road, driven down that road probably 20 years, and it was road construction, and I literally could not not drive 40. And so anyway, I got a ticket, and I'm like sweating. <laughs> he pulled me over. I'm like freaking sweating as if I'm smuggling something in the trunk. It's so funny. So I do this every time a freaking police officer pulls up behind me. Every time. It is. And I literally see the humor. It's just so funny that I do it. So anyway, the funnier part of that is I actually, my one of my really good friends' husband is a police officer, and I used to hang out with quite a few of them at parties they would throw. So it's not like I don't, I've never known a cop and I think they're all bad. It's quite the opposite. Oh my God, I even went on a ride along. Should I tell that story? I think I will. Um, so anyway, my friend's husband is a cop, and this is such an embarrassing story. It's brutal, but he they used to throw parties all the time and so there would probably be what I don't know seven or eight couples there 
and we were all over there one night <laughs> we we were all having a few drinks and i'm like i love to play games love it i'm like oh my god we should play the newlywed game see which couple knows each other the best i'll be the host and of course i've had a few drinks at this point not drunk i don't know it's been a minute it's quite a few years ago <laughs> But it's etched in my brain, y'all. It is etched in my brain. (laughs) So what I did, and I'm going to try to describe this so it makes sense. So maybe there were seven couples. Let's say seven couples, me. I've got a notepad and I'm like, all right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to number, I'm going to come up with like 10 questions. So the first page of the notepad, number one through 10, these are the questions I'm going to ask. And then I went through and wrote everyone's name at the top of their own page. So I have questions one through 10. And then under each person's name, it's their answer for each question, numbered one through 10. Make sense? Okay. So I think my friend's husband said, oh, I'll help you. So he helped. We kind of split up. He asked half the questions. I asked half. And he gave me all the paper at the end. And so you guys... It's a recipe for a disaster. Number one, that game is a recipe for a disaster. So one of the questions, and I even think I came up with this question. Well, I'll save that. So we're going through, and some of the questions are like, um, what would your wife say is her favorite quality about you? And they'd guess. And as the questions progressed, they got a little trickier. <laughs> so... <laughs> One of the questions, and God, why the hell we thought this was a good question. And by we, I mean me. I think I'm the only one that came up with this question. What If your wife could change one thing about herself, what would she change? Now, why I thought that was even remotely useful, beyond me. I'm sure the Jaeger shots probably had something to do with it. So I asked the women... Or I forget how the hell that worked. Whatever. He, her husband asked some, I asked the others. And so we're all sitting around outside going through the questions. The women are guessing. It's no big deal. And I get, and everybody's having a ton of fun. Ton of fun. We're all laughing, having a great time. And so I get to the question. I think it was like question five. So I go, if your wife could change one thing about you or one thing about herself, what would it be? And so I go to the women and I say, what do you think you, how do you think your husband answered? And the first woman's like, oh, he would say my feet. He knows I hate my feet. And I'm like, yay, you're right. Or they would say, uh, I don't even remember what some of the other answers were because I had a little bit of trauma with one of them and I'm getting ready to share. <laughs> this one's etched into my brain. Oh, so I get to one woman and I ask her, and while she's thinking about her answer, I flip to the guy's page. I go down and I go, oh, boy. I, like, have this <laughs> strong reaction when I read his response. And she's like, what? And I'm like, mm, I think we should skip this one. And she's like, what did he say? And I'm like, uh, let's skip it. Let's just skip it. And she's freaking out. She's like, you better tell me that now or I'm going to rip it out of your hands <laughs> or something like that. Like, I'm like, there's no way I can't get around this. And I said, it's just a game, so don't get too upset. But he said your face. (laughs) Or I think it just said face. Yeah, it said face. And she's like, 
what? In the meantime, this poor guy's over here having a great time with the men on the other side laughing. She starts bawling. And I'm like, oh, God, this is not, I'm like, this is not fun. How do I get all of us out of this pickle? So I said, you know what? Maybe he didn't understand the question. Maybe this. And she is like catastrophic. I mean, it was catastrophic. She went into the house. The other woman followed her, consoling her and hugging her. And this guy's like, what's going on? And I'm like, I looked at him. I go, you're a freaking asshole. And he's like, what? And I go, why would you ever say that about her face? And he's like, what are you talking about? And I said, on the question, if you could change one thing about yourself, or if your wife could change one thing about herself, what would it be? And you said face. He goes, no, I didn't. And I'm like, uh, it's right here. And my friend's husband picked it up and he goes, you jackass. You read the wrong answer. That's the answer to number six. And I'm like, I felt my soul leave my body, y'all. <laughs> I was like... I was like, oh, God. And I was pretty buzzed up, and I still knew how serious this was. And I was like, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, geez. And it was kind of like you watch time slow down, and you're like, yep, this one's going to stick around for a minute. And he said nothing. She's perfect was his real answer, y'all. The face was the answer to the question, what part? It was like, what part of the body does your husband shave or some something stupid like that? And he said face. Oh, my God. It was awful. So I had to go in the house and I go, hey, slight mistake on my part. It was awful. She had been full blown sobbing. It was so awful. And they definitely ended up getting a divorce, but I don't think it was because of that. I'm I hope not. It was bad. It was definitely bad. It was very awkward. I think I left shortly (laughs) after that. And that one stuck around for a hot minute. And we had a very firm no game rule. I enforced an entire new rule for their parties. (laughs) But I can laugh about it now. But it really was one of those where it's like, oh, God. And honestly, that question was a time bomb. Just a freaking time bomb. So anyway... The point of the story is I have no reason to be terrified of cops pulling up behind me, but I act like a complete freaking weirdo. And so if you're a police officer, and I should ask my friend's husband, if you're a police officer and you pull up behind someone at a stoplight and you see them yawning, do you immediately go, eh, she's chill. She couldn't be up to anything illegal because she's yawning. She's so relaxed. (laughs) Or is it one of those things where it's like super obvious? Do you look and go, oh, this chick is totally trying to come across as though she's relaxed. So funny. I'm going to definitely ask my friend's husband next time I see him, if I remember. And we all know how my memory is. Now it's time for Coffee with Barb. Oh, so fun. So I knew we would have a lot to talk about because we have new neighbors and... Got over to Barb's, and my girl looked a little tired, but she was still dressed very cute with her earrings. She told me her neck is really sore. She's not sure what she did to it, but is in some pain, and thinks it might be because she finally had her TV mounted. 
she has had the mounting kit for her TV for several years, just waiting. And she finally got it mounted. So she thinks that might be what's causing her neck to hurt. She said, well, I noticed the plumber was back. And I said, oh, Lord, you don't even want to know what I've been through. (laughs) I will spare you the details. And she said, well, yeah, I have a guy that's helping me with my bathroom. We're replacing my sink and my vanity. And she said that, I said, is this a guy you know that you've worked with? And she said, well, I don't know a whole lot about him. My son knew him. She said, the things I do know is that he's definitely not an early riser, which is... Yeah, of course, of course. That's the most annoying thing about having work done in your house, especially if you're dealing with a freaking contractor. The, hey, I'll be there Tuesday at 10, that turns into Saturday at 2 phenomenon that seems to happen is just beyond my comprehension. So anyway, she said, yeah, he was supposed to put the new sink in Sunday, But he said he couldn't buy it. He didn't show up on Sunday. He told me he couldn't do it because the place we bought the sink doesn't accept credit cards on Sundays. And I'm like, "Uh, where did you guys buy this? And she said, well, he picked it up at Lowe's. He was supposed to pick it up at Lowe's. And I said, yeah, Lowe's accepts credit card payments. (laughs) Lowe's definitely accepts credit card payments on Sundays. And she said, well, maybe he's just trying to get out of work and wanted to give me an excuse. And I go, probably, probably. But I think it's amazing that she recognizes that's probably what happened. So that was kind of funny. She has that work going on. She said she had to, she said, you know, he used the saw and cut stuff up and it put dust on everything, girl. She said I had to dust hurt my arm and Barb has a ton of knickknacks she collects little wicker baskets and they're like everywhere so she talked a little bit about that and that definitely is another annoying part about having work done in your house for sure and she said Wanda's or Winnie's coming she's gonna be a little late and she wasn't all that late so anyway she walks in and she's like well boy we sure have stuff to talk about She said, met the new neighbor, looks okay so far. And she starts just rattling off all these very specific details about things she's noticed him do or not do. It's so funny. And she said, you'll never guess where the woman that lives there works. And I said, where? She's like, post office. She is, she's in management. She has a management position with the postal service. And I could not stop laughing. For those of you that are new, we have had maldrama for a hot, hot minute. (laughs) And so I started laughing and, and Barb's like, well, boy, we sure have stuff to tell her, which opened up the mail conversation again. And Winnie is like, yeah. So the girl The girl that is currently delivering our mail, she said, I kind of watch her from my window, which I think is way more than kind (laughs) of. I think it's probably a full-time position. She said, I have a little bike and I like to open those curtains up and I just ride my bike and watch your house. And she said, and now that this mail lady loves to sit in front of your house, I just watch her. And she said, you know what I think? I see her back there organizing, (laughs) shuffling things around. 
I don't think she knows where it starts or where it ends or even how to begin. She just looks really confused. And she said, so I sat there and I watched her going through this whole process. And I timed it just right to where I would be at the front door at the time she got to my house. And so I opened the door and I said, well, hi, are you our new mail worker lady? And she said, yes, I'm in training. And so Winnie like tilts her head and goes, so that's what's going on. She's in training. And I said, yeah, I kind of figured, kind of figured as much. And I said, you know, it's so funny because we do have problems getting the wrong mail, getting too much mail, like the whatever, the ads or whatever. They'll just shove a bunch in our mailboxes. (laughs) And Winnie said that she told the lady next door, she said, well, Get prepared because there's a lot of uh, extra, what'd you say, a lot of extra physical activity in this neighborhood from us delivering all the mail to the people that it actually belongs to. (laughs) So anyway, I said, you know, it's funny. I never even thought once to like be thankful for our original mail guy. He was the mail guy for the majority of the time I've lived here. And he was freaking rock solid, rock solid. And I never even thought to be thankful for it because... I didn't know any different. And Winnie is like, oh, well, before him, it was this guy. And the amount of detail this woman has on these mailmen is so wildly entertaining and fascinating to me because I can barely remember what the hell I did yesterday. She can remember three people back, which had to have been 17, 20 years ago, that she was pretty sure the guy might have been diabetic because some days he walked fast, some days he walked slow. Like she, she could have been a really good investigator. There's no doubt in my mind. So that was really funny. And she said, I have another issue that I've uh, had to do a little research on. And she said, the people on the uh, west side, no, east side of me, they have one of those friends who has a truck that probably costs $70,000 with those big old mufflers in that <laughs> that old loud rumbling, which is not all that uncommon here in beautiful Oklahoma. And she said, it's illegal to leave a car running without someone in it in your driveway. And she like really did the research. And my girl Barb said, it is. I just learned that as well. And I'm like, Literally, I've never heard that. So just learning all kinds of new things, which is so funny. We talked a little bit about the news and different things. And Winnie said, yeah, there was a very popular rapper on the news. I have no idea who she's talking about. There was a very popular rapper on the news. And he said, you know, this new rap isn't even... um, And heads up, if there are children listening to this, you might want to pause it. But she said, the rapper said, yep, this new stuff isn't even music. It's just people cussing and talking with, with, uh, whatever. Music, right? (laughs) And I kind of laughed and she said, well, you know, it is. And I'm going to do my Winnie impression. Let me tell you something. Here's what it is. They get on there and they go, boop, 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 boop. I'm going to F my sister and you get over here, girl, and you spread it, girl, and I'm going to F it. And she was like saying all the words. (laughs) I died. I wish I had audio of it. And Barb is just like, what are we doing? And Barb said, oh, you think that's bad? She 
said, she said, I watched this. She said, I flipped through the channels and this show came on and there were two guys talking and the one guy had shorts on and she said, well, something was going on down there. And the other guy said, hey, are you wearing a cup? And the guy said, no. So he walked over and kicked him. And Barb said, I changed that channel so fast I couldn't believe this was happening. And she said, I don't even know what show it was. And when he's like, it was probably a movie. (laughs) She said, I don't think it was Dr. Oz. It was probably a movie, which is so funny. And, And when he said, yeah, you know, the stuff is crazy. The stuff is crazy. And so just so you guys know, Winnie and Barb both only have like old school cable. They don't have internet. They have no internet whatsoever. And so they're just like old school cable. I don't even think they use like a DVR. And she said, you know, some nights I can't sleep. This is Winnie. Some nights I can't sleep and I'll just get on and browse through different channels. (laughs) I'll just browse through different channels to see what's going on. And she said, you know, all those infomercials. She goes, do you girls know? That there is an infomercial about adult toys. And she has talked about this before. And I kind of laughed. And she said, y'all, she's on there actually using the names of them. And so Winnie, I, I don't want to share my hair because they're pretty vulgar. So Winnie tried to think of a <laughs> Winnie tried to think of classy names for the different toys. She goes, like, you know, like double entrances and... <laughs> I could not stop laughing. And Barb goes, oh, girl, do you know I just got mail for something like that? And I'm like, what? And she said, yeah. And she said, it's really weird. My sister, as soon as her husband passed, like a few months after the funeral, she started getting direct mail for sex toys, adult toys, right? Whatever. I think my podcast is labeled explicit. And I said, are you serious? And she said, yeah, it's a pretty common thing. Widowed woman starts getting mail for that. And I'm like, are you kidding me? These freaking companies, what do they rent mailing lists from funeral homes? They must. Isn't that like the only place? Is that what they do? Right? Because you could, obituaries are public, but they wouldn't go through all the effort to manually pull that up. So somebody is renting them list of widowed women that they're targeting with adult toys or what are we doing oh it's so crazy and it must be the same people renting the list to just take advantage of this age group which is so disgusting but my girl barb still goes strong with checking all of her junk mail she shreds all of it and all of the hey you won a million dollar um, pieces of mail she gets, she genuinely checks it out to make sure it's not fake, which just totally, totally, totally cracks me up. But that was kind of the gist of it, really. They both looked like they were doing pretty good. We all agreed that this week was rough. We're all pretty tired. Um, I think that's the gist of it, though. It's uh, it's fun to be present with that or caught up with this for the podcast. Because I think I was so far behind. So we are now caught up time-wise. So the timing when you listen to the episode should make a lot more sense. So Barb's 88th birthday is coming up. She's actually, her birthday St. Patrick's Day. So 
I was trying to think of something really fun and cute to do for her birthday. So if you have any ideas, message me. I'm for sure going to take like little cupcakes. My girl Barb loves food. Winnie does not love her eating all the food, but on her birthday, maybe she can have a, a free pass. And yeah, so that's about all I've got. Hope you guys enjoyed. And I recorded this one fresh off the fresh off the boat, so to speak. Is that the right term? Fresh off the assembly line? Whatever the hell. Meaning I literally just walked back into my house after meeting with them. So I probably still forgot some things, but at least it's fresh energy. <laughs> it's so fun that you guys are reaching out to me, reminding me of stories, which I really appreciate because I have that Dory thing going on where I just forget everything. Um, the interesting thing is the one weird thing I can remember are email addresses. Like I can remember this guy's email address. He wasn't even a client of mine that I emailed back in probably 2002. (laughs) I'm not kidding. Now it was a unique email address because he worked for 3M and his name had a lot of M's, but it's so funny the weird things I can remember. But anyway, it's really fun for you guys to hear from you guys with stories that I had totally forgotten about. And so I'll tell this really quick one. I was flying out of Tulsa Airport and it was like mid-afternoon. It was a weird time to fly. There weren't that many people there. And I had, uh, oh my God, I almost forgot what it's called. Oh, how awesome is that? TSA, TSA pre-check? Pre-check. Yeah. I think. Anyway, it was a shorter line at security. And so I get in the line and there are these like three or four guys I can't remember in front of me. And I'm like, what in the hell are these guys doing? They were very, I don't want to say very old, but let's just say they probably graduated within the same time frame as my girl Barb. Maybe not Barb, but Winnie. Um, Much older men, long hair, dressed like rock stars. And I'm like, oh my God. How weird is this? <laughs> One of them smelled really good, but I was sitting there thinking, huh, what would make three old guys like this all dress like this? How weird is that? And I genuinely couldn't understand it. And I really thought, I thought a lot about it. And I thought, you know what? Maybe they just partied together back in the day and they just never outgrew it. Maybe they're just still going strong. So anyway... I think I grabbed lunch or something. They sat in there as well. And I, of course, oh my God, that just reminded me of another story. This one's crazy. I'll probably have to put this on another episode. I better write it down. Hold on. Denver Airport. Okay. Anyway, um, had lunch and I watched them and I love to analyze all the things. So the best I could come up with was... These old guys must have partied together and maybe they were going to like a high school reunion and they thought, you know what, let's rock her, let's rock it out and just like rock stars. So that was the best I could do. And I think I sent a picture to my mom or I told her about it. I forget. So anyway, this part I don't remember so much. So we go to the gate. I'm standing there with them. And one of the guys says... Yeah, our show at the Hard Rock or something like that. And I go, show at the Hard Rock? Oh, maybe they played out there. And it was really sad because there was a really cute thing where this woman was there with her child and a soldier got off the plane, the flight that landed in our gate. The soldier got off the plane. And, of course, seeing the kids so excited, 
I mean, I cried. I think the one guy cried. It's a very emotional thing. Um, yeah, it's funny because I feel emotional just telling the story. But uh, a super nice guy. And so we're sitting there talking. I'm like, okay, this guy doesn't seem like a weirdo. I don't understand. And I think I sent a picture to my mom and I go, look at these old guys. They're totally dressed like rock stars. Like 3 p.m. on a Tuesday or some shit. And my mom's like, oh, my God, Michelle, that is Fleetwood Mac <laughs> or Lindsay Davenport or whatever <laughs> it was. And I had no idea who they were. Obviously, I've heard of the band, but I could not stop laughing at my hypothesis for why they were dressed like that was not even close to accurate. Um, so that was kind of cool. They were very nice guys. Very nice guys. But that's just a fun little airport story. And I think I want to share. Yeah, I'm going to share this for a future one because this is a good one. It might take me a little longer. I have to like really think about what happened. Okay. That's another episode, y'all. Another episode under our belt. And I will tell you, I'm working on some cool shit. And it's not going to be funny. But if you're a woman, it's going to be incredibly useful and probably kind of life changing for you. Because I'm going to interview someone that is amazing, that is going to blow your damn minds, because it blew my mind, and that's all I'm going to say. I have some cool stuff coming. If you're a woman, you're going to totally want to make sure you subscribe to this. I'm going to say if you're a woman anywhere from 30 to alive. (laughs) It's a pretty big gap there, Um, but you're definitely going to want to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss it, and if you're following me on social, I'll for sure post there, but thanks again for listening. Don't forget to comment, like, share, subscribe, and follow me on Instagram if you want. You can follow my little hiking Insta stories. I will put all of the details in my show notes. And have a good day.